Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pageless Library. I am Bo Knight, and with me, as always, is my brother Ryan Knight. How are you now, Ryan? <laughs> oh, good, and you? Oh, not so bad. And today, we're taking a look at a fantastic book. God, the, well, actually, what's the full title? It's like Mistwick. It's, uh, the Mistwick School of Music, Music Craft. Craft by oh my Jessica Kuri. Kuri? Kuri? Close enough. Is she a Kukri? Uh, close. <laughs> uh, before we even talk about this fantastic Audible original that we already listened to, um, uh, we're going to do uh, put our plugs here, and please will somebody... Actually, technically, I'm I'm going to say that Scott counts as our first email because it did give us a YouTube email. But it I want really somebody did, else. Yeah. To, I want somebody else to email us at kotpl.pod at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of us on Twitter as well at Twitter, at Twitter at Pageless Library, YouTube, which Ryan works very hard on, and I really appreciate him putting all the work into the YouTube videos at Nights of the Pageless Library. And we have a Facebook page as well at Knights of the Pages Library. And we're working on getting up. Uh, we're working on putting yeah, a Reddit page a, up soon. Trying to get a Reddit page together too. I don't. I don't know like how often I'll be on there. And I feel like if I do well, something, I'm probably gonna accidentally like like a pair of titties or something. But oh well. I think if you're on Reddit, you might as well just sign into that Reddit account. That way you can just link stuff right to it. That's probably a good idea. So for anyone who you know is like. Nah, they don't have a Reddit. I'm not following them. Well, now we're working on it. We're trying. We're really trying, people. We yeah, try. and it. Me and Ryan are both like social media, like illiterate. Like we don't use it at all. And exactly. so this is kind of like a big, like a weird and foreign for us to try and do this kind of stuff. So yeah, we're not we're super trying. good at. Uh, we're not super good at promoting ourselves. Uh, Gary V, if you ever listen to this, you know we could use some pointers over here. Yeah. But <laughs> for sure, since he's like a, a freaking social media guru. All right. Anyways, so, moving on. Moving let's talk on. about this Audible original. So, Mistwick, the School of Musicraft. Yeah. So, like Bo said, this is an Audible original. So we listened to it from Audible. This was um, part of the free Audible originals from September. Yep. Uh, this was one of the two books we picked. Um, it. Let's see. This book was what? This was like written recently, right? Yeah, it's pretty uh, new. It's got to be pretty freaking new. Uh, I'm not seeing it on here. That's terrible of me. Should have done a little more research. We're we're kind of in a hurry on this one, folks. I'm really sorry. You you know what? Like it's, it's I think it's okay. Well, so so I'm gonna try and actually keep Let's this see. one. To a turbo episode. So this is kind of free, I guess, if you did pick it with Audible. The what is who's the narrator of this bad boy? It's a uh, Susie Jackson. Is her name? Um, I, I it looks like she does a couple other books. Um, she actually has quite a few on here. Uh, I think I she actually that. does a, a decent job. She's not bad. It's not really good either. Yeah. So I mean without going completely into the narrator right now, I'm going to say, though, that she did a good job. I will give her credit where credit is due. I think she did good. I'm also going to say this. That's probably, if we ever get hate mail, this will be it. Um, that normally I don't like when females do audio audiobooks. 
I, it's, you call me what you will, but there is a tendency for it to kind of take me out of the story. Um, but I think for this, she did a very good job and her voice was good for the role. Her voice was good with all the other characters. I thought she did a yeah, good job. She did, she did do a really good job with that. And then I, I also want to mention too, that like this book has like music that plays at times Mm-hmm. And I think that the, actually the way that they mix it all is really well done. Right. And it's actually done by a um, like all the pieces that are done in the background are actually done like by this composer and they're done by an actual orchestra of like uh, it says the musicians of the NJSO youth orchestras. So it's like a bunch of young kids playing this orchestral music in the background. Um which I thought was actually kind of neat. Yeah, and I think it, like when they first said like music is performed, but I was like, oh no! Right, like, I was legitimately like, oh god, what have yeah. I, what have we done? But it, it wasn't that bad. You're right. It actually turned out to be pretty good. Um, so this book, the genre of this book is just kind of a, it's, it's like a fantasy setting basically. Yeah, like um, children, like child fantasy, I would say. Like uh, yeah, and. That's what it is. It's aimed at actually, like, the categories for this book are kids, and it says ages 8 to 10. So, I mean, That explains a lot, then. We're kind of, yeah, we're kind of lowballing it in here. Um, but that's okay, because we, like we said, we want to pick two Audible Originals a month and try to get those out there. So this. Well, was- I, I purposely picked this one, because this is the one that I picked this month, because I knew it wasn't something that both of us wouldn't listen to all, normally on our own. Oh sure, yeah, and absolutely, and I think that's a good idea since we're we're really trying. We're gonna uh, brainstorm some more on how to get a poll out and try to let people, people, please start following us and helping us with this. But we want people to pick the Audible originals that we listen to um, to talk about. So, but this for September, since we couldn't get the poll out, we just picked them, and I picked Body of Proof, and Bo picked this one. Yeah, and I think we were zero for two in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think September was a great month for him anyways, but it's beside the point. Um, so this book, actually, for being free, too, I mean, you get a lot of content. This is Yeah, it is long. Yeah, it's almost but eight and a half But somehow it seemed really short. It really did. Um, I think that's because they tried to pack way too much story into eight hours, in my yeah, opinion. Like, I, I agree. Um. And it did it did seem kind of short, um, even though, like I said, almost eight and a half hours for a free book. And only $8 if you are not an Audible member, which is really cheap for an eight-hour book. So, so, so yeah, why don't, why don't you go ahead and give your recommendation, Ryan? I feel like I already kind of gave mine. Um, okay, so this, I would, I would recommend this for younger kids. Or, um, I'm even talking, not even like young kids, I mean even like high school, early high school. Or, people who are really into music. This probably yeah. would have been way more interesting if I knew jack shit about music. But and I, I don't. don't. <laughs> and I'm not going to pretend to. Um, this, I will say that this story is really easy to follow for the most oh, part. Oh, yeah. Um... The narrator actually, I think, is kind of why it's easy to follow. She does a pretty good job with her voices. Um, 
I mean, there's a lot of girls and her having a yeah, girl. But there's voice. only like five characters. Really. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, is there's not that many characters. Um, I got a couple names confused uh, as far as like the teachers went. Oh, yeah. Um, and because we're kind of keeping this short, I won't get into some of what I found really confusing about the story. Um, but overall, again, if you're really into music, this is probably for you. If you're not into music, eh, I wouldn't waste your time, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I, I would say the same thing. Like, and like, but like, even I feel like you kind of need like a deep understanding of music, even I think, to appreciate this. Exactly. What it is. Yeah, I'm not talking like me. It took like one year of band and I hated every minute of it type of understanding of music. Like I could I got to the point where I could kind of read sheet music, but I couldn't tell you what like a A minor is. I don't know what that means. Yeah, they talk a lot about like keys and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Right. And I could have you can you could literally drown in the amount of music puns in this one. Well, and I mean, from the title, you can obviously tell it's like, yeah, they cast spells with music. Exactly. But there was some times where I was like, oh, my God. OK, we get it. It's about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's there. There was a point where I got to that and it was literally probably a third of the way through. So, yeah, I'm going to say I, unless you love music, don't listen to this one. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, just go ahead and steer clear of it. Even if you get it for free, it's. I mean, I'll just say that just steer clear of that, and then I'm gonna jump past the spoiler wall real quick because I just want to talk about a couple key things on this. I know we're keeping this short, but I just oh, <laughs> I got yeah. a couple thoughts. I gotta get out there. <laughs> um, so this this story is essentially about this girl Amelia Jones, and it's kind of told through her eyes, and. We learn right off the bat in the beginning of this that magic is real in this world of hers, but to produce magic, you play an instrument and you play like a song and it produces a spell. Okay. From the beginning, I had a huge problem with this because within the first 10 minutes, we learn that magic is both real and it's uh, widely accepted and it takes an instrument to perform. And immediately I was like, so everyone doesn't do it because you mean it's like anyone could do it. And I'm not saying anyone can play an instrument, but what I am saying is most people could learn to play an instrument if it involved magical spells. Like, let's be yeah. real. Like <laughs> if, if you could learn how to do magic and I'm talking, they had a fucking spell for everything. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, you want to peel an apple? Just play this little tune. Well, and Boom. there was like Peeled play apple. spells to make yourself happy, play spells to make yourself go to sleep, play spells to have good dreams, like stuff like that. Yeah, it was literally for everything. Which spoiler towards the very end, uh, literally spells that could bring people back from the dead. Like, yeah. oh my god! So that I had a huge problem with that. I was like. That's fine if there's magic. I love magic. Great. I If you want to make it through music, cool. Kind of a unique idea. But I was like, once you tell me it's widely accepted by every single person in the world, you can't tell me everyone wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, it's... It, it, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really... 
like okay i'm just gonna come out and say this like really this book to me what it reminded me of is like harry potter it wants to be <laughs> harry potter so bad it yeah it wants to be harry potter <laughs> I was even gonna say, you know, we're today we're reviewing uh, the Hogwarts School of Music Craft. Oh, I mean, yeah, uh, Mystic School, because that's. I mean, there are parts that literally feel like you just took a Harry Potter book and you instead of spells you wrote music craft. Like, right. the same things are happening. Right, and I, I, I felt the same through the book, and I know that's kind of unfair because J.K. Rowling did not make up magic. She didn't make up wizards and witches she didn't she took inspiration from other places too and that's fine i have no problem with that but this book it literally feels like if harry potter were a straight line this book is kind of a wavy line that continuously dips back and forth into yeah. that straight line uh, over and over and over and over again and, and is less interesting <laughs> exactly well and like i said eight hours might not have been enough time for this story this could have well, been a very expansive story, to be honest, but it would they, have just felt more and more like Harry Potter. And I they leave like. a lot of, like, they talk about a lot of things that, like, are just purely sequel bait. Sure. Like, Absolutely. Like the, the Necromuse and, like, yep. all that stuff. Like, they mm -hmm. never, it, people just mention it in passing to scare people. It, sure. It just seems so odd. Like it's an odd choice to even include it. Yeah. I mean, I I guess what they were probably going for is kind of a little more world building. But again, they didn't. They laid like all these uh, foundational bricks, but then and there's a lot of them. Like you said, those those are just the single bricks off to the sides. They never built on top of them at all. <laughs> yeah. There's like a half-finished shed. There's like a little <laughs> bit of a walkway. Right. It's just like a, exactly. Is, and I mean, I, I like, I kind of enjoyed this book, and I think like the end of it is kind of a little bit touching, but not really in a fair sure. way. Exactly. You nailed it. That's exactly how I felt. So the the point of this whole book is kind of that this Amelia Jones girl, her she wants to go to this mystic school to learn music craft and become a maestro. These are like the professional spellcasting musicians. I think of them like your archmage. Bingo. Like, yeah, they are the – they're not your freaking little – just little wizards out there popping off spells left and right. These are, these are the people who are really good at it. So she wants to go to the school to learn to become a maestro, and she lives with her grandma. And her grandma doesn't want her to do this because something happened to Amelia's mom. We don't find out till later what happened, but Amelia doesn't know what happened to her mom. Her mom is gone. She's not in the story. Um, so what ends up happening is Amelia goes in for her audition to go to the school. She does terrible. Everybody knows she does terrible, even me. I'm not, I don't know anything about music. She does terrible. Well, then she ends up getting an acceptance letter anyways. Long story short, she goes to the school <clears throat> finds out there was another girl who was named Amelia Jones also who was supposed to go, but she literally died like the day before and her yeah. acceptance letter got confused and went to the wrong well, Amelia Jones. She actually didn't die though. I don't know if you caught it at the end. They they're like rescuing her boat on the TV and the our Amelia just walks past and doesn't watch. Oh, Okay, I did not catch that. I don't know if you caught that part. I did not catch that at all. 
But yeah, but so again, anyway, like, she's, like, she's like, like in you school. Said, that's just like a, a, a sequel teaser. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's a good and, catch. I didn't catch and that. And the only reason, so she gets to Mistwick and they find out that she's freaking, she's not supposed to be there. But before she had, she like had went inside, she like had this voice telling her to play a song. And so she plays a little, a tune. And what it did was it like, it planted this echo tree that, that's actually like what the test was, what she took was for. And so it grew all crooked and looks like crap. And it planted itself in the woods, and once it's part of the woods, it's like really hard to make it not be part of the woods. And so they let her stay for you a know, while. Because you know we got some Hogwarts rules that yeah, the dude, it was so <laughs> Hogwarts. It was like oh, so this is like the freaking evil woods. Okay, I know that dude. I, it was like to a T. It was like oh my god, this is ridiculous. Yeah, and we might be. I mean, and we might be a little harsh on it for being a kids' book, but. Harry Potter, essentially, especially the first one, is a kid's book. So, I mean, it's hard not to draw parallels when they are there. They definitely are there. Well, there's there's no way. Was was the lady that wrote this? I think so. I'm assuming it was. Uh, Yeah, Jessica Curry. Dude, there's no way. Because to me, the feeling I get is, oh, this is Harry Potter, but from a girl's perspective. Right. Well, yeah, and that's kind of how the whole story kind of plays out. Is we do kind of two male two male leads, and we get two female leads with a trailing male lead, which is fine. I don't have any problem with that. But it's exactly like you said. It's like trying to take a, an already well established story and, and you, just you, twist you, it you, through the eyes of a girl. Just, but like her guy friend is totally like Hermione because he like owns a school he knows everything he's like trying to help yep. her out he's trying well, to I help didn't her because think he about it like it. that yeah Dude. Because I kind of I kind of did think about it as it as I was going through um so Amelia gets there and she's she's terrible so this was well, another it's ter- not that she's terrible right it's like that the weird stuff is just happening to her every time she tries to play it does, but at the same time, like, at her acceptance thing, she screwed up on her own. And a lot of times at school, she constantly is screwing up on her own as well. But, I mean, you kind of find out why later. Um, but again, I kind of drew this little bit of a parallel because I was like, oh, you know, Harry didn't even know he was a wizard. So when he gets there, he doesn't know anything and everybody else does. I was like, eh. I mean, I might be reaching for parallels now, but. It felt very samey. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't really want to go into like the bits and bobs of the story because no, I mean I could talk about it for a long relevant. time, but I know, and I know you need to, I know you need to get going. Um, but so throughout Amelia's kind of time here at school, she's having a lot of weird, like bad luck stuff happening to her. Like her sheet music goes flying for no reason, and she's having these weird visions about like this girl. And she's having visions of, like, drowning and stuff. And I thought it was weird that she didn't recognize this quote-unquote girl immediately. But maybe ghosts are in different forms for different people. Dude, that's the one thing that I was like, excuse me? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, when when it turns out what's, what it is to be, I'm like, uh, this makes no sense. And they kind of, like, try and explain it away. Like, what she was doing was supposed to be helpful. But it makes no fucking sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Well, because I guessed, like, I guessed about 
a quarter of the way in, I was like, oh, the ghost that's haunting her is the other Amelia Jones. And then about I guess halfway in, but- right. And then about halfway in, the characters in the book guess that. And then we get this almost like you said, unfair twist towards the end. Yeah. I felt it was pretty unfair. Yeah. And I mean Can we just talk about it right now? Let's just fucking talk about it. Yeah, just so yeah, yeah the ghost is her mom. Right. And she, like, brought her mom back. Okay, because Amelia is a composer, which is supposed to be super rare. So she can play, like, music off the top of her head that is a, that is spells that have never been played before. Right. And, which also didn't it, make – it didn't yeah. make a lot of sense because the one guy was like, most people who try to do it, they just end up, like, bursting into flames. I was like, well, then why would anyone do it? Like, how would yeah. you ever have as many spells as you have? <laughs> like, that's impossible. One thing I did like about this book is that they mentioned like actual composers throughout history, and they're like, are, are like composers of spells. I like that. Sure, and I yeah, I was perfectly okay with a lot of that stuff. I yeah, I don't have any complaints about a lot but of those little the, things. The bit with her mom, because like, so she plays this song in the beginning, which you literally think nothing about. She plays this song, and like some leaves move around, and then she leaves. Right, and they do not talk about this moment. Again, until almost the end of the book, like the last like ten minutes, yeah, yeah, and then and then her mom comes back and she's like, "Oh, well, that spell you played in the beginning, yeah, you have to finish it so uh, all these ghosts can go away." And by the way, it's been me haunting you that's been screwing you up on purpose because I was trying to lead you to your true potential, which makes no fucking sense, right? Also, it didn't make any sense why she'd be screwing her up when she could literally just manifest herself and be like, "Hey." Uh, you're a composer. You're not supposed to just be playing sheet music. That's you the thing write I didn't it. understand either. It's like she like runs away and hides and like plays head games with her, and yeah. I don't understand it. It doesn't make no. any sense. I didn't really get that either. Um, and so, like Bo said, this she played this spell in the beginning, and apparently, if you don't finish a spell, it has the potential to just grow out of control. And, so, and- like. Can't we talk about the first time she ever composes, she writes a black spell, which are supposed to be insanely hard to play? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't I really, uh, I didn't... you know, fully understand that either. What? I didn't get that at all. No, I didn't really uh, understand it either. Um, so this spell that she composed, this black spell she composed in the beginning, which let her mom's ghost through initially continues to grow towards the end of the school year or a couple and months later or whatever. to amelia yeah it's like following her around so like constantly like there's storms now at the school and there's like all yeah, this crap happening see even that they like barely make it seem like because they make you they make they made it seem like to me that like the necro muse guy was going to get involved because they start talking I about him a lot. So too, yeah, they start right, talking yeah, about like, him a lot, and then they're like, "Oh, these storms, something's coming, but we don't know what it is." I said the and same thing. It has nothing to do with him. Well, and maybe that was good misdirection. I don't know. I'm not a writer. Maybe that yeah, was good you can't, misdirection. You can't do a red herring when there isn't anything there. I was going to say, but it was it was. Multiple misdirections at the same time that, like, you, like exactly, you're you're shoving these two things in our face. Oh, the characters are guessing it's this dead girl. Oh, now they're talking about the Necromuse, which was a cool name, by the way. I'll give yeah, them that. Yeah, it is a sick name. <laughs> but then it's like, just kidding. It's not either one of those. It's something completely irrelevant. 
I was like, what? Dude, Come it, on, it's, it's I like hate if a magician that. was doing a card trick and he punched you in the face and was like, oh, <laughs> well, you didn't see how I did it? Yeah. Bet you didn't see that one coming. Yeah. It's like, like well, well, no, yeah, of course, course I didn't. You were, I was nose... watching the cards. Yeah. And my nose is bleeding. Thanks, asshole. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, I don't know. Oh. I even, the, the bit <laughs> at the end when, like, after she takes her test, you know, and there's, like, the one teacher is vying for her, and it turns out to be Mr. Pinwhistle, like, her teacher who she thought hated her guts. Like, that was a little bit touching to me because I didn't see that coming. I actually, I kind of did. Um, can I make another quick point? Yeah, I absolutely, ahead. I do not like when people do this. I hope if I ever write a book, someone stops me from doing things like this. If you're going to have a magical music school, fine. If you're going to have a, <laughs> if you're going to have a specific thing that's like all woodwinds or whistle things, fine. The fucking teacher cannot be named pin whistle, pin whistle. That's you, you can't do that. You can't have a teacher who fits with his name. You can't do that. That'd be like, here's your math teacher, Mr. Arithmetic. It's, <laughs> no, you dude, can't Mr. Do Plus. That. Yeah. This is Mr. Pythagoras. Yeah. No, you can't. You cannot force those kind of puns. I don't. Again, it's fine if you have puns, but you can't force them quite that hard and i was glad it was the only one because i was definitely waiting for it to be like oh yeah and this person over here who teaches like whatever violins and cellos this is uh, mrs mrs yeah or uh mrs oboe it's like you can't no dude she would be mrs harp there you go yeah yeah she teaches string instruments like yeah. you ugh. i had a hard enough time in harry potter when all the goddamn House uh, creators had the same letter start their first and last names. I had a hard enough time with that. Dude, I never even noticed that before. <laughs> oh, I couldn't stand it. I don't. Then that's that's even going off in the weeds. I just I can't really. Sometimes stuff like that just gets under my skin for some stupid reason. Yeah, I I didn't even think about that. I mean, like the things that did annoy me in this book were like. Ugh. And can we talk about the two, like, the mix-up with the mail, like, her mailing her grandma, and, like, she finds out, like, at the end of the school year, she's been getting mail? It's so dumb. I didn't like that. I didn't like, like it at all. What, nobody told you you had a mailbox? And well, it's and completely then, full? And they tried somebody to would have said that. Yeah, and then they try to explain it away again. Oh, yeah, I missed orientation on the first day. It's like, yeah, but you've been there for, like, six months. Someone would have told you. The mailman would have been like, hey, here's this letter because I can't fit anymore in your mailbox. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, can we also talk about real quick? I don't understand how their class structures work because oh, yeah. uh, she's in seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. And it um, goes all the way to high school. Yeah, to like seniors, a 12th grade, I'm assuming. Well, it's just like it's just like Harry Potter, dude. It. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, okay, so she's like a flutist. And there was like 20. Loudest. Okay. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> so there's 25 of them. Uh, and then like the one kid was like, uh, he played violin and there's like 25 in his class. Anyways, I only ever heard like four teachers names. And yeah. one teacher was assigned like to her. Pinwhistle was like their teacher. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, isn't there like 700 kids at this school? Where's all the other teachers? 
Like, eh. and <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get it at all. Well, it kind of gave like me the vibe teachers. at the beginning, like that there wasn't other students there, and then like out of nowhere, it's like, and then the high schoolers, we have to deal with the high schoolers now. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it seemed like a lot of the stuff was like an afterthought that he that the that they didn't really think ahead of time, like how right. to fit all these things together. Right. Just kind of crammed them together. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, we're probably being a little too harsh since it is a children's book, but I don't know. I feel like uh, no one is beyond criticism on this podcast. So, yeah, bring it. Anybody. Um, I'm not scared. Yeah, and then to wrap up this book, you know, like uh, somehow her friend who wasn't her friend at the beginning, you know, we had this oh, little Darby? touching thing. Uh, yeah, we had this little touching moment with them, and then uh, all of a sudden now Darby is an amazing conductor. Wait, hang on. I want to talk about something real fast. Okay, so in the beginning, they pick up kids from all around the world. Conveniently, though, everybody speaks English. And notice that, too. Actually, that's a very good point. So stupid. Yeah, they were going to, like, all different countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway. So yeah, she she becomes friends with Darby, and then Darby happens to be a conductor. They conduct this spell that freaking she's just able to remember, even though she couldn't remember the snow spell she played. Like uh, two minutes after she played it, she can remember this necromancer spell. Dude, and, not only that, all the other kids pick it up immediately. Yeah, which I to didn't me was understand. I was like, uh, what? Excuse I, me. I didn't get it at all. I again, maybe it's because I don't understand music, but I don't remember her being like, "Here, here, I made all these sheets of music so you guys can play along." No, she just is like, "Follow my lead, all yeah. other eighty of you," yeah, and she just starts like, playing, and they're all the like, flute. "Yeah," and they're all like, "Boom, okay, we got it." I don't know how we can hear her flute over this huge storm that nobody else could hear over, but boom, we got it, and they like fight off all these ghosts, and. uh yeah, and then it's like, like Bo said, it's basically like they uh, defeated Voldemort at the end of the first book, and, and but don't worry, we got like six more books to go, so stick well, around. Well, was weird too, it was like, okay, they do this, and then, then everybody, then Amelia like comes out and tells the truth, she's freaking a composer, supposedly, and they let her take her test again, and then she still basically fucks up just as bad, but they let her in. Yeah... Uh, can we also talk about how awful of a hint dropper her mother is? Really? You spelled poser in the soup? And her mom was like, uh, composer, if you would have given me enough time to finish. It's like, who, yeah, but who why would you the middle start of a word? there? Yeah, that make, that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, her mom wasn't trying, wasn't being helpful. She was just being confusing and vague. <laughs> yes. Worst worst help ever mom thinks a lot it, like even, even even her like explaining herself i'm like bitch no you were not you were making <laughs> it way harder for her exactly now i will say i will say um amelia's mom giving her life to save amelia that choked me up a little bit it really did yeah it, it kind of tugged to me too yeah way. that that kind of got to me because uh, so Amelia was a little girl, and she freaking drowns, which I have little kids, and that is a real terror of mine. Um, and her mom plays this, because her mom was a great composer too, her mom plays this spell to literally give her life to bring Amelia back to life. And I was she like... ends up killing herself on accident. 
Yeah, but I was like, oh my you, god. You know, one thing that bothered me about that too is that technically, because her mom didn't finish that spell, it should still be around. <laughs> hey, let's not get too technical. Well, dude, but they even make a big deal about it in the book. I know. I know. You're right. And there also was the little point of like when Amelia was taking that one test in the one room where her mom yeah. threw all the papers. It literally says she starts that song and then her mom throws all the papers. So yeah. technically she started that song and she never finished it. So it's hanging out too. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It seems like the way that magic works in this universe makes no sense. No. I mean, again, at the very least, it was kind of entertaining at some parts. I'm going to I definitely got lost in it when like the music is playing and they're cuz I think the mixing is done really well. Like you can hear them speak very clearly. Like it doesn't get muddied with the music at all. Sure. But the I music think... is very clearly there in the background, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like like you're actually kind of like a dramatization but not as freaking obnoxious. Sure. And, and like attention grabbing. Like the part when they first meet the like the rock band, I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool because yeah. like they were being overwhelmed with the sound and like they were kind of overwhelming you with the sound at the same time. Yeah, I did like that. I also really appreciated the part with the frogs when the frogs, yeah, the hum frogs. I, yeah, I really did like that part. I I appreciated that part, and I did I like the theory in that world of like um, the more the join in the, the more powerful it gets so i did like that all these frogs just start popping up and singing the same song and so it starts getting super duper powerful i was yeah, like okay like that's kind of them. that's pretty entertaining <laughs> like i did like that so there was plenty of parts in this book that i did like i just think overall um definitely and, would recommend this to like a younger crowd you know um, and maybe the next one will be better i don't know because i i get the feeling this is going to be a series if if more people buy it, I guess. But like maybe maybe the next one will be better. And that's and it could be. I mean, it does she definitely is setting herself up. Good. Yeah, she is. She's definitely setting herself up. And again, not saying it's not a unique concept because it kind of is. It's and it's kind of a cool one. I mean, I I can appreciate it even I, though I don't know, I don't know anything flute about music. Really, that much different than a wand. Uh, no, but a guitar kind of is. I mean, yeah, that's true. Oh, this is what I was going to tell you is, you know what? The first thing I thought of when I thought, when I started listening to this is I was like, oh, music to do spells. I thought of that part in Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah. And they're like, where those dudes, the... yeah, they play it and they like produce things from that. Like, yeah, they like make, string instrument. they like make warriors out of it. Yeah. So the concept can be extremely cool. Well, I'm, I mean, think about like a bard in D anD. d It's basically the same thing. That's very true. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, I mean so the. It just it is a cool concept, and I think it is a cool concept that she could definitely expand on. And I think she did lay some pretty good uh, foundation for a story. I mean, I, I'll I give mean, her that. For me, I think if she does another one, she needs to go in and set the rules in stone, like. Okay, this is what can be done. This is what can't be done. Right. Because it seems so ethereal in this book. Like, I sure. mean, like, they talk about the things you're never supposed to do, but then they do them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're de- definitely among the minority here, too. I mean, if I were going to give this a stars, like, out of five, I'd probably give this, like, a three. Or... Well, I would give it a hard two. Okay. One and, one that, and a half. That's fair. 
I mean, I'd probably give it a three. Uh, most people, though, there's almost 4,000 reviews on Amazon, and it has a 4.7 overall. So we are definitely Dude, in the minority. I can't. Like, some of those reviews have to be fake because there's no way. Well, I mean, I can understand it in a way because I'm sure a lot of these people don't want to be, like, mean like we might be to a kid's book. But so I mean, well, that's just it. it you know, if you're going to put content out on the Internet – we're just trying to be to give it a fair, you know, a fair trial here. Um, I mean, as I'm scrolling through a lot of these Amazon reviews, all five stars all the way across the board. I think that is not a realistic review. I mean, no, we're just trying to give our overall impressions. I mean, we're and we're just two guys. We admitted right off the bat too. We don't know anything about music. This might be way better for someone who understands music. Maybe, but I feel like it's I don't know. It still has a lot of plot holes and stuff like that. Sure. <laughs> and it, your music puns will not save you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. They actually hurt you. In yeah, they, they actually make it worse. Ryan hates you now. <laughs> um but with that, I know this was way longer than a Turbo episode. Oh, yeah. It ended up being like 40 minutes. We have completely abandoned the Turbo uh, episode Dude, we motif. can't. When we, when we talk together, we can't talk for only 15 minutes. Even if it's like the lamest thing ever, we still have a lot to say. I know. And hopefully somebody at least finds some entertainment in that because we're trying. I hope. Hopefully we're getting at least a little better every episode. I feel like we are. So hopefully for anyone I don't know. who's... I'm still enjoying this, so... Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely look forward to this every week, whether other people listen or not. I don't care. This is kind of we were going to talk about it anyways. So we figured let's record it and let other people hear what kind of dumb stuff we have to say. I think so. I'm good. You got anything else to, you want to add, Ryan? Uh, what are we doing next time? Correct. We are doing The Shining next time because it is officially October spooky month. Right. So yeah, we are doing The Shining, and then we are doing The Lord of Flies, and then the twenty fourth. We don't have one yet. We have to look at the Audible Originals, and then on the thirty first, we are gonna do. We are gonna take a look at the Necronomicon of Lovecraft work. Yeah, the uh, that's the, the omnibus. omnibus. Right? Yeah, yeah, that is gonna be a long, painful episode for us. And the listeners probably, because it's going to be a deep dive. Well, I kind of think The Shining is going to be a deep dive, too. It will be. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. Me, and, too, because I've never actually listened to it, and I'm kind of excited. Right. I've never seen the movie, either. Oh, you haven't? No. I didn't know that. And um, maybe I'll watch the movie after I read it. That'd probably be a better choice, I think, to be honest. <clears throat> But, All right. Yeah. Well, so let's uh let's wrap this up and uh yeah, hope to catch you guys in the next one. Yeah, uh, bye.